villagers, get ready. Here's Miss T with a word designed with you in mind. WJBE. Hello, my friends. I'm about to begin the show designed with you in mind. You're tuned in to Talking with T, where we chatter about what matters while bringing you the latest in trending news, hot topics, and more. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of What You Shouldn't Be Missing. It's August 8th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates. Actress Megan Good, actor Dustin Hoffman, actress Countess Vaughn, and old school rapper Kumo D, along with boxer Christopher Eubank. It is also the birth date in 1866 of Matthew A. Henson, an explorer who was the first person to reach the North Pole. Today on the national calendar is National Pickleball Day, International Cat Day, and National Happiness Day. On this date in history, August 8th, otherwise known as Emancipation Day for Slaves in the East Tennessee area, today the Beck Cultural Exchange Center is hosting its annual red carpet event at the historic Tennessee Theater in Knoxville, Tennessee, as an acknowledgement and celebration of the history of the 8th of August, which was the date that Governor Andrew Johnson freed his slaves in Tennessee. The first recorded celebration of the 8th of August was in Greenville, Tennessee in 1871. In 2020, State Representative Rick Staples proposed a bill to designate Emancipation Day as a legal state holiday, which passed the Tennessee House unanimously. There is so much history we must preserve. So much of who we are is grounded in where we've been. I encourage you to learn about the footprints throughout history that has shaped and influenced our community, cities, and this country. The theme this month is Action in August. You are encouraged to be active and be involved in things that matter. Influence and impact your community with your presence and your voice. Nobody can do everything, but everybody can do something. Today is the official first day back to school for most schools in Knoxville, Tennessee. It seems a great time to remind parents of a few tips. Make sure you get to know the people who are in charge of teaching and caring for your child. Talk to the teachers, build an open line of communication. Send your kid to school happy and at peace. Try not to yell, scream, or start the day with anger and anxiety. And get your child to school on time. Before you can go up, you need to show up. Good attendance, academics, and attitude are ingredients to a successful school year. Stay on top of your child's performance, progress in the classroom, review report cards. Nothing should be a surprise. I wish all the students out there a successful school year, wishing you nothing but the best. Talking with T would love to feature your organization or business. Become a sponsor or advertise on the show. Let us help you reach more people and promote your brand, service, or product. Business owners, church leaders, entrepreneurs, why not build your brand on Talking with T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage. Call today, 865-409-1170 for more details or visit TalkingWithT.com. All right, listeners, it's now time for our review of Trending News, and I have with me today none other than our top investigator, most often instigator P.I. Tam. So much has happened lately, and I'll start with this. 
Severe thunderstorms hit across the eastern United States, killing one person and injuring four others, leaving more than a million people without power. I was one of them. We had our own share of storm troubles right here in Knoxville. Roofs were flying off houses and buildings and trees were falling everywhere across the city. It was just amazing how much damage was done in just a short amount of time. It happened so fast. Me and my mother were just sitting there. We didn't have time to go get in the closet before everything just happened. And the apartment building where we're staying was completely devastated, demolished. Practically the roof's gone, the siding's gone. The firemen came and banged on the doors and told everybody they had to evacuate, get what you can. You got to leave. They had the cat buses out there taking people to shelter. But we were lucky enough to have somewhere to, to go to for a couple nights. But they said it may be a week or two before anybody can move back in. Wow. Well, I hope it doesn't take that long. And I'm glad that you and your mom, your family were safe. Yeah, me too. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, I just want to know if you and the listeners are out here buying lottery tickets because whoever wins will be an instant billionaire. Actually, it's over a billion dollars. Experts say it's okay to take a chance, but don't blow all your money on these tickets because chances of winning are slim to none. But I might take a chance on slim because it sure would be nice. Yes, it would. I don't even know what I would do after I regain consciousness. Just call me. I'll help you figure it out. Oh, yes, of course. I most definitely will. You're the one to to fix it. Yeah, yeah, I'll take care of it. Take care of everything (laughs) for you. Earlier in the show, I gave some tips for back to school. It's that time of year. But there is actually a teacher shortage across the nation. Hundreds of school districts have shifted to a four-day school week. Actually, nearly 900 school districts have made this change. And while this may be a solution to a problem, it causes other problems, particularly for parents who still need child care. Yeah, that's going to be very difficult for the working parents because they're depending on that week for the kids to be at school during that time. And then they have after-school programs that they can stay at 6 o'clock, but having me where they don't go anywhere, they're going to have to make some adjustments. Right. And I did see where one school district offered to pretty much open a daycare or keep the kids on Monday, which is the day that they're out of school, for $30. I don't know if that helps or hurts, but. That's a tough one because time's already hard and $30 once a week for the whole school year, that, that will add up. Right. I think it would. As an update. To January 6th, a date that is now etched in history as people stormed the Capitol. 1,000 people have been charged and 366 have received prison time. So that's just a message that this was not okay. Yeah, I, I think about, you know, just watching it um, live on TV that day. And I don't know why they didn't, they didn't think that this wasn't the right thing to do. They were just... They were climbing the walls and everything. Nobody was stopping them. Right. Or if anyone did try to stop them, it seemed like they ended up injured or endangered themselves. And it was all types of people, all professions, you know. It was just crazy, insane. And speaking of insane, a YouTube chef 
had to appear in court because he was accused of chopping up his boyfriend and dumping his head in the sea while they were visiting a resort. Daniel Sancho Bronchalo, age 29, dismembered his lover, Dr. Edwin Ortega, and authorities believe the crime was premeditated. And I was just thinking, what has to be in you for you to be able to chop up a whole person, someone that at one point you loved, and throw their head into the ocean? And the crazy thing is, I've been seeing this quite a lot in the last few weeks where someone has dismembered their spouse or mate or whatever. I mean, people from young, you know, 20s to, I seen a man, he was 82 and the wife was 79. He cut her up into smithereens. You know what? I so, saw that. I don't know what's going on with people. I'm, I'm going to blame it on the, the Canadian fires, though. It's putting something in the air. Yeah, something in the air, definitely, because it's been a lot. Well, a Greensboro apartment manager was arrested after assaulting two black children at her apartment complex. Kimberly Jennings has been charged with two counts of simple assault on a child under 12. The two young children were playing in the pool when Jennings reportedly hit the 11-year-old girl, at which time the boy tried to take up for his sister think he splashed water on her or something like that. And then when that happened, Jennings poured coke on the boy and then hit him with a bottle twice. And, of course, there was footage of the incident which circulated online. There's been an outpour of public support. And the mother of the two children says she's grateful, but she still wants justice for her children. She said she has been harassing those children all summer. They just want to have a good time in a pool, in an apartment, where they live. Now, was the mother, was she talking from cell block H or was she at home? Well, she thought about it. And she said she knew that if she retaliated or confronted the woman, that she would be the one who ended up in trouble as well. And she didn't want to be away from her children. So I'm just glad she had the wherewithal to think logically like that. Because some of us, I mean, them, well, somebody could have snapped. That's true. She got the right one that somebody that was thinking about what could happen. Some people just don't care. True. Now, Mary McCarthy was traveling to Denver from Los Angeles with her 10-year-old daughter on Southwest Airlines to attend her brother's funeral. When McCarthy landed in Denver, she was confronted by the police because a flight attendant suspected her of human trafficking. So her daughter is biracial. And I guess the flight attendant didn't know why they were together. She says that she's now on edge and can't enjoy normal interactions with her child in public because of fear someone will suspect her of kidnapping her own child. I thought that was pretty sad and crazy. Can you imagine? I can't imagine, but it was Denver Airport, so I'm thinking that they were really just wanting the child. Because it probably was it probably was reptilians. Let me move mm-hmm. on. I'm quickly. not looking at that. Okay. Well, a man was charged with first degree murder Monday after witnesses said an eight year old Chicago girl riding a scooter was fatally shot by him because he was upset over some noise. Neighbors were shocked at such a horrible incident over kids playing. After the shooting, the girl's father ran and tackled Michael Goodman, age forty three. But at this point, his daughter was deceased, and this is so sad. I'm like, people are so angry. 
Kids crying, they make noise. You gonna shoot an eight-year-old? An eight-year-old, and this is this is ridiculous. Kids, kids, like you said, kids make noise. It's what they what they do. And she's she was outside, correct? Right, riding her scooter. So he couldn't have went in the house or somewhere. She, that's what she's supposed to do as an eight-year-old little girl, ride her scooter right. outside without being right. shot to death. Exactly. This next story is surely strange. What started with a private search company working a missing persons case led a team of divers to find 32 cars underwater in a South Florida lake. Now, they suspect that there was a crime where somebody or somebody's were disposing of the cars to hide them from law enforcement. But I'm just trying to figure out, did they have 32 reports of stolen cars or 32 missing persons cases? How are they just now finding 32 cars? Maybe one or two. 32 cars in the lake. It's crazy. That is, and I'll be looking at the, the deep diving people that go and look for um like cold cases and they look for cars and stuff right actually be finding a lot and some of them have you know bodies in them and and some don't but when they run the the tags or the vin number on the car it be coming up as stolen or missing every single time but 32 cars were they how was they even in there well they stack on top of each other i don't know and it was in a commercial district, like with a Walmart, with restaurants. I don't know. I don't know when they were driving the cars and dumping them in the lake, how long they'd been there. I need to follow up on this story because it's just insane to me. And if it's in a commercial area, nobody saw that at all. Hey. <laughs> I can't tell you. But keep it where it's at. We'll be right back. Thanks for tuning in to Talking With T. You've been waiting for it, I'm waiting too In my imagination, I'll be all up on you I know you got that fever for me, 102 And boy, I know I feel the same, my temperature's too low If it's a camera up in here, then it's gonna leap with me when I do, I do If it's a camera up in here, then I best like I just flick on YouTube, YouTube Cause if you're on your mouth and brag about the secret rendezvous I will hunt you down my business like a wedding interview but this is private between you and I Touch my body, put me on the floor Business like a wedding into 
Educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. WJBE 99.7 FM and 10:40 AM. Just the best every day. All right, Sam. So let's finish our review of trending news, and we know the most trending story in the news is that of a brawl that broke out in Montgomery, Alabama. Now it all started when a black dock worker who let a group on a pontoon boat which was docked in an area reserved for the riverboat Harriet, know that they needed to move their boat. And they got aggressive and eventually jumped on the black man, started beating on him. And it, it looked like to me it was four or five people jumping on this one black man. But, oh, this is where the lessons were learned. Black folks started running to the rescue, including a young man who jumped from another nearby boat and swam to assist the dock worker. If all hell broke loose was an event, this would be it. If the phrase you're going to learn today was a video, this is it. Because videos of the incident from every angle went viral, sparked a mirage of memes and comments all over social media. And folks are flaunting folding chairs and taking swim lessons. Girl, it's just too much. <laughs> I've been laughing for, for two days straight at all of this because the memes and the videos and then they and the music to it is just funny. And then the real kicker is that the boat was called the Harriet too. And it used to be in honor of a slave ship. So you know the ancestors had something to, to do with that. They said lift Here, every you think voice the and Yeah, they said lift every voice and swing. <laughs> It's something else. It truly was. And, I mean, I've heard per, uh, people say instead of the Boston Tea Party, it was the Montgomery Sweet Tea Party. I, I just can't <laughs> even get into all of what people have said. And that young man kind of dispels the stereotype that black people can't swim, although we know we can. Several of us were lifeguards growing up and we enjoy playing in the pool and swimming. Maybe not in the ocean now because there's too many sharks out there right now. <laughs> but, you know, hey. Yeah, when he I did what he swim, had to do. When I saw him swim across that, I said, I was thinking, well, if it was me getting jumped, my friends, most of them can't swim because they'll just be over there hollering at me. But then <laughs> you, you can swim. 
And Selena said she could swim, so that's two people. But the rest of them, nah. You be on your own. <laughs> I'll be on my own. <laughs> <laughs> they said that Amazon and Walmart are out of folding chairs. They have been, people have been buying them by the bulk. So I'm going to go, I'm going to stop by Jordan's a Unity of Patton and get us a <laughs> Well, thank you. You know, people have been calling me, wanting chairs on T-shirts. Somebody even sent me a pair of earrings and asked me if I could make them some folding chair earrings. <laughs> so I've been looking at dollhouse furniture to see what I could do. And get on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, So I'm going to switch gears a little bit because that wasn't the only fight. Things got heated at the end of a WNBA game this past Sunday between the Los Angeles Sparks and Washington Mystics after a hard foul. Two players got into it, both received technical fouls, and were ejected from the game. Both just out here being angry all over the place. Yes, and they're both fabulous players. It's, you know, you, you see it in the NBA, but when the WNBA starts fighting like that, like, whew, I'm telling you, it is the Canadian fire. There's something in the air. So I want to make sure that I'm in. Y'all yeah, make sure I'm in church on Sunday because the testimony is about to be good and the season, the chick is about to be seasoned. I cannot. <laughs> I, I have one more story that was a little disturbing to me. A Detroit woman is suing the city and a police officer saying she was falsely arrested when she was eight months pregnant, accused of a carjacking based on facial recognition technology that is now the target of lawsuits filed by three black Michigan residents. Portia Woodruff, a 32-year-old black woman, was preparing her two children for school when six Detroit police officers showed up at her house and presented her with a warrant for robbery and carjacking. Her two children had to watch their mother being arrested, and the stress from the incident put her in danger of losing her unborn child. The American Civil Liberties Union of Michigan is now calling on the Detroit Police Department to end the use of facial recognition technology that led to Woodruff's arrest. It is the third known allegation of a wrongful arrest by Detroit police based on this technology. Now, I don't know if they're using AI. Some of them hit the mark and some of them don't. But I can't see you going to arrest someone, disrupting their whole life over just that. You need more evidence than that, in my opinion. Yeah, that seems real petty. Like, I don't know, I won't say that it was personal, but they evidently was bored, didn't have anything else to do. Because that, that was uncalled for. Right. And you know she was traumatized from it. Can you imagine being arrested in front of your kids and you don't even know what's going on? You don't know what happened. I mean, yeah, it's a little crazy. Yep, and them kids that grow up, you know, being scared of police. Right. And I think that's what happens to a lot of young people after they've witnessed or heard about an encounter like this. They become fearful of police when really, I would say, and we know that all police aren't evil, all aren't unjust, and there are times when they need to restore law and order and we get all of that. But there's so many occasions where things go wrong that, yeah, people of color have, you know, a just and reasonable fear of law enforcement officers, and that's horrible. It really is. Well, Pam, 
we had so much going on today. We're going to have to save the conspiracy corner for next week. You've already hinted about the Denver airport, and I'm pretty sure you are thinking about what happened to all those cars up under the lake. But that'll be it for this bit, and I can't wait to hear what you have to say next week. And I can't wait to tell it. Thank you for tuning in to Talking With T, your urban talk show. The show designed with you in mind. And we would love to connect with you right now on social media. All things Talking With T. And you can listen to the show 24-7, 365 on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Now on that note, T will end with a quote. Freedom is never voluntarily given by the oppressor. It must be demanded by the oppressed. Martin Luther King Jr. Remember where you heard the word. Keep being kind until next time. You've been listening to Talking With T. Yeah, yeah. Getting you home with more talk. So come on. Go. And the best conversations. Ooh. It's Talking With T Radio.
the moon. 